Hello, I'm Sarai Kaiser. And I'm Sarah Bakeman. And we are the podcast hosts for the Human Solutions Podcast. Last fall, 2021, we were in a feature writing class. And for the last few months, we worked on a story about a human solution in the Twin Cities. But what exactly is a human solution? A human solution, yes, any person in the Twin Cities that we found wasn't just speaking out about an issue or saying things about an issue they're kind of concerned about, but they're embodying the solution to it. They're implementing solutions into their everyday life. I, for example, wrote a story about a professor who lives in the woods and lives a sustainable lifestyle because he believes so much in that issue. Yeah, and I wrote about a community gardener and activist in St. Paul. And some of our classmates wrote really interesting stories on a physician's assistant working amidst the pandemic, a baseball hall of famer who's done some really great work in the community, just some really interesting people. We hope that you listen to the podcast to get a little bit of behind the scenes introduction to each story, hear a little bit about why a person's a human solution, and then that you're inspired to read the publication. And welcome back to our Human Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Soraya Kaiser. And I'm Sarah Bakeman. And today we are in our third episode and we have a very, very special guest. Ah, Emily Rossi! <laughs> um, so just a little recap. Recap again, part this three. Is, yeah, part three. This is for our feature writing class. Um, we are doing stories on human solutions in the Twin Cities area. So, Emily, why don't you tell us about your human solution? Sure. So, my human solution's name is Greta Sowles. Um, she is a physician associate at um, EPA, which is a, a contracted out um, kind of like service group, a group that um, staffs hospitals with uh, PAs and physicians um, and NPs. So, she has been doing a lot in the past, you know, year and a half or whatever with COVID. Um, and just seeing the brunt of it kind of in the emergency room. So, yeah. So she's really at the front lines. She of, is at the front lines. Pandemic. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Through my uh, interviewing and everything. Um, yeah. We really got at the heart of like what kind of burnout is like in healthcare and why. Um, yeah. Just kind of how that happened and uh, mm-hmm. what it's like to be living kind of in that. Um, yeah. It was it was a really interesting experience. Definitely. I learned a lot from it, but. Yeah, she's she's pretty cool. She's definitely a human solution, doing uh, a lot of good things for um, for the public, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. How did you? How did she get on your radar? Like, how did you find out about her? Yeah. So actually, I think uh, last year, yeah, last fall when I was in reporting one, um, I was like, so I'm a journalism minor, right? And I was like, kind of debating like dropping this minor because <laughs> I wanted to be a PA, and I was like, well, journalism, like that's not gonna get me anywhere. And, um, you know, our good old prof, Scott Winter, was like, hey, I know exactly who you're going to profile when you take feature writing next spring. Not if, when. He's like, I know who it's going to be. She was a PA, or she is a PA, and she was the editor of the Clarion, and you guys are just going to vibe. I can just tell. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So then this project rolls around, and I'm like, hey, Scott, I feel like you told me you had somebody for me. He's like, yes, Greta Salas. And he's like, look her up. 
find her contact info, whatever. So then I had to like call the hospital, got voice message, like did not go very well, did not think it was gonna work. But then she ended up emailing me and was like, hey, like my receptionist told me that you wanted to ask some questions about being a PA. And I'm like, yeah, also like, can I interview for you for the next <laughs> month and write a story on you? But yeah, she was, uh, she was super understanding and being really involved in the clarion and undergrad, she knows what this is all about. So yeah, that's yeah. Right. Scott Winter. Cool. Spitting prophecies. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> we love him. Pressuring his students. <laughs> so I have, I have a question. I'm sure all the people are wondering the same thing. Did you guys vibe? <laughs> Was Scott being honest? <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. Uh, I just went on Saturday to take a photo of her outside the emergency room because I couldn't get into the emergency room because of COVID. Um, but even when she like came out, she saw me and I just dyed my hair this weekend. So she's like, oh my God, your hair is so cute. She like touched it. She's like, how you doing girl? <laughs> so yes, I would say we vibed. Um, she's really cool. Really fun to be around. So yeah, That's it was awesome. a good time. <laughs> yeah. So how was the overall reporting process? How'd that go for you? Yeah. Um, well she was, like I said, she was super like, uh, willing to help me out um so i feel like i got really lucky with my human solution just like being um yeah very compliant and like i asked for photos she sent me photos whatever um but yeah I, let's see i i interviewed her over coffee just like getting to know her and meet her um and i didn't really ask any uh, questions about like what i wanted to write about it was more just like me interviewing her as a perspective like pa mm -hmm. and i'm like what is that like because i genuinely want to know <laughs> and so that was kind of more informal like i took a couple notes but i didn't record it or anything mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that was really good. And then I just asked her like straight up, I was like, can I like come to your house and, um, <laughs> interview you there? And she's like, sure. And then next thing I know, she like emailed me. She's like, here, uh, tell me what you want from crisp and green. I'll order it. So oh I'm gosh. eating crisp and green with her in her kitchen, which is super cute. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So she was very, very, uh, good about getting back to me and just giving me a lot of good stuff. I think, like I said, it helps that she's really familiar with <laughs> this process, but, Seriously. um, yeah, it was good. So, yeah, I interviewed her, just her, for, like, an hour and a half. And then the week after, I called her sister, um, mm -hmm. interviewed her over the phone. That was good. Uh, and then I went back to her house and interviewed her with her husband, um, who was also a clarion editor later. Um, so, yeah, it was it kind of a just like a nice, a nice little piece there. But um, And then what was the last thing I did? I called one of her coworkers and interviewed her over Zoom. So that was kind of my reporting process, I guess. Nice. Yeah. Were there any bumps in the road? I know you mentioned not being able to get into the emergency room, but like, how did that really affect your story? Yeah, I mean, that was probably the biggest thing, um, just because hospitals are like so strict about like letting students come in and observe. I even asked her, I was like, can I just like come in and pretend I have an injury? <laughs> like, I just want to like see it and like see what you do. And she's like, honestly, I would say yes, but she said COVID is just so bad right now. Like, I don't want you to risk it. And I was like, yeah, that's fair, I guess, whatever. <laughs> Still kind of wanted to do it, but. What if um, I intentionally break my leg? Then you have to let me. Yeah, um, that was definitely the biggest hiccup. So I had to kind of work around that. And like I said, I talked to her coworker and um, tried to just get like a picture of what a day in the ER is like because I couldn't be there to observe it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think just like asking really specific questions in the reporting process is how I tried to get around that, but obviously nothing is gonna you know, simulate that as well as being yeah. there. But. I have a kind of a question that goes back a little bit, but what would you say like the benefit was of like meeting with her over coffee and just being super casual and not recording? Like, I feel like I've done that a couple of times, but like what would you say is the benefit of like a more informal interview like that? 
Yeah, tell our non-journalism, <laughs> that's right. nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it, well, it was my first time meeting her, so I think it was just, like, kind of just, like, a norm, more normal conversation versus, like, sit down and, like, yeah. tell me everything, you know, yeah. and <laughs> um, have my recorder out, and just people act differently, I think, when they know they're being recorded, so um, it was, it was kind of nice to just, like, ask her, yeah, more candidly, and I, I've interviewed a couple, you know, PAs before just for my own, like, you know, what is it like, and do I actually want to do this? So I just kind of approached it like that, but then, like, secretly was, like, you know, after I yeah. went in my notes, and I was like, get this anecdote and use that, you know, so <laughs> I was I was still, like, an interview, but yeah, um, totally. definitely more just, like, yeah, getting information for myself. So I think it just made us more comfortable with each other. Um, and then it wasn't as weird when I like asked her to go to her house. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. a complete stranger like give me your address. You know, so yeah, yeah I'd say that. No, that's super great. Mm-hmm. Switching things up a little bit. <laughs> if you could take Greta to any restaurant, where would y'all go? Any restaurant? Oh my gosh. Any restaurant? Yeah, I this is like our this is our funny question. Really? Crispin Green tells me something about her. Right? I She's know. kind of like a yeah bougie. You know, she likes the uh, she, she's a coffee like Instagram latte millennial. That's <laughs> I don't what know that she. I feel like she is more like, like maybe lives that way, but doesn't like show it as much. She's a classy millennial. She is classy. <laughs> she's very classy. Yeah, I like her. Um, let's see, a restaurant. <laughs> just, what if she just started? She's not classy. I hate her. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, ah, I don't this even know. This, this is a diss track. No, no. <laughs> um, let's see. I feel like it would have to be somewhere, like, unique and exotic. I feel like she'd be a fun person to do, like, a new experience with. So, like, I don't know, some very, like, niche thing. Do you guys know? I don't know. I should know. I live in the Twin Cities. I feel like there's a ton of those around. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like Soraya would be a good source. All I know is <clears throat> one Greek restaurant. That's all I know. Maybe we'd go to that Greek restaurant, Yeah, let's say that. Yeah, that's, that's, like a good that's where I'd take it. <laughs> <laughs> the Greek restaurant. Well, you know, that'd be good. She would like it. Um, this is kind of a cheesy question, but what's one thing you learned from the experience? Oh, um, I think just kind of like you got to go out of your comfort zone a little bit and go the extra mile, and that that pays off. Like there are a lot of things I think I could have like, like I didn't have to do all those interviews, and I could have like gotten like enough information to write a semi decent story, but like getting all the extra perspectives, I think just like w- rounds it out better and. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately I think yields a better product so yeah just like making myself do that I guess in the future but yeah it was a good experience for sure well, thank you, Emily. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> thank no, this you, has been great. You guys. Episode three, best one yet. I'm liking this one. Oh, Trinity. Well. Trinity. This is the Trinity. We episode. said we would mention it, so we gotta call back to the second episode. <laughs> this is the treat of listening to these in order. You get call X. Right. It's great. <laughs> yes. But yeah, thank you so much, Emily. And make sure you guys, listeners, tune in next time for episode four of the human solutions podcast um if you listen to episode two you know four is going to be a juicy one (laughs) there's going to be some content in there baby content